0: Yeehaw, we're live. So, Sierra, if you, am I saying it right? Sierra, right? Uh, Sierra. Sierra? Yeah. Okay. Close enough. It's like Chandra, Chandra, right? (laughs) Yeah, Sierra. Sierra. If you had to describe your occupation to someone, Mm -hmm. how would you describe it?
1: Um, In one word, I would say humiliatrix.
0: See. This is what uh, I, I learned about you from my friend Chris Ryan. Right. He told me, You got to get this girl on. You got to uh-huh. talk to her. Yeah. And then I went to your Twitter page. And your Twitter page is filled with some hilarious stuff. Like, <laughs> one of them is uh, about you sending poop. Yeah. Through the mail, and then it was like one of the only times the post office <laughs> opened up your box.
1: Or they tried to, I, I asked them not to, and they they respected that. But, Why um,
0: did they want to open up your box anyway?
1: Um, well, I put it in a box of a very expensive camera that I had, and so when they asked me, like, what is this, I was like, oh, it's the camera, and uh, so like, well, how much was it? And it's like, well, I, I got $900, and uh, so they're like, oh, well, we'll have to repackage this, and and then she's like, getting her like knife ready or a razor ready to open it up and i'm like oh no it's it's fine you can you can just leave it as is and and she's like well if it gets broken it's your responsibility and all this and i'm like it's fine (laughs) it's okay
0: Um, and there was
1: more than just poo in there there was like (laughs) piss there was toenail clippings there was um a vial of my spit like (laughs) this guy had a whole like Value package for me.
0: How did how the fuck <laughs> did you get started in this business? You mm. seem like a fairly normal person. Uh, granted, I've only met you for a very short amount of time, but yeah. you seem completely normal. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, it's a it's a really good story. Um, I was 17 years old at the time, and uh, I was traveling abroad. I was actually an exchange student in Japan, and I was really lonely. Like I stayed with the host family, and I didn't know any Japanese, and I didn't know anyone that spoke English. And so I was online just all the time, like you know, on, on, I mean, this was kind of before my space or Facebook or anything like that, but I'd go to different like social networking sites and talk to people. And, um, one day this guy starts talking to me and he's a total pervert. He, he's like into, uh, getting peed on and he really has a thing for like pantyhose. And, and so he strikes up a conversation with me cause he just thinks I'm very attractive and all this. And I was kind of like grossed out by him, but intrigued at the same time, you know. And so I was like, okay, you know, it's, I'm talking to a guy online. And he can't do anything to me, so I kept the you know lines of communication open, and we'd talk here and there. And and he always tried to um, convince me to meet him. He really wanted me to pee on him and stuff like that. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And I kept turning him down. And then uh, one day he was like, all right, he's like, I get it. You're not going to meet me, but. I just, I think your piss should be bottled and sold. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, all right, buy it then. Like, I didn't think he was serious. I was like, yeah, this guy's full of shit. But uh, I was like, fine, buy it. And uh, and he did. He bought a 12-ounce like, bottle just like this um, of my urine for $250. <laughs> and after that- Did I was... you
0: specify the ounces that it had to be? <laughs>
1: uh, I don't think so, no. I think it just a bottle is what we said. Just a
0: bottle. Yeah. Right.
1: And... Um, yeah, from there I was like, oh, there has to be more guys like this. Like, <laughs> there ha- like this guy found me on accident. Like, this was just a mistake. Like, what would happen if I went looking for guys like this?
0: Like, if you promoted it?
1: Yeah, or, like, kind of sought it out. And uh, so I was like, okay, I've heard of, like, women selling their used panties before. I know that's a thing. Um, and so I, I started searching to see if there was, like, a website that, like, I could be on or something that catered to that. And uh, and I did. I found this auction site that's just like ebay but it specializes in like use panties or socks or pantyhose or anything like a woman can wear can auction on this site and uh so i was like oh this yeah this is it i'm, I'm doing this and uh, i just started selling all sorts of stuff and I, i've sold anything you can imagine i've sold like my shit my piss tampons <laughs> like hair from my hairbrush my bathroom trash
0: what does like hair from your hairbrush go for how much can you sell that for
1: um I've only sold it once. I think I sold it for like a hundred bucks
0: versus like a good log.
1: <laughs> well, the thing about my shit is it's kind of an interesting story. So when I first started a guy wanted to buy my shit and I was like, yeah, I just want to do this. Cause I think it's a, well, I mean, obviously the money, but I just think it's an interesting story. And so this guy bought my shit for like a hundred dollars. And after that, I knew there, you know, I'm I'm like, I'm just going to sell my panties. This is kind of gross. I don't want to (laughs) like always sell my shit. Um, Anyways, uh, fast forward to this year. And meanwhile, guys have always asked to buy my shit. But I'm just like, I always gave them just the most large, absurd number, like price wise. And they'd always be like, what the fuck? No. And it didn't matter to me because I was making money otherwise. Um, But someone took me up on my offer recently um, for $4,000 to buy my shit and he's since bought it um, two other times this year. So I've made a grand total of $12,000 off my
0: shit. Now, do you pay taxes times. on this? Should be, you be telling, should be saying this? <laughs> I pay this? my taxes, okay. yeah. Okay. So yeah. What, do you, what do you, like, list under occupation?
1: Um, I have a really good accountant that kind of takes care of all that. Shit slinger? <laughs> <laughs> well, most of my money comes from, like, I, I make fetish videos and stuff like that. So, right. I, like, video producer. So this is just ice cream. And, yeah. Just,
0: Whipped cream, rather for
1: lack of a better cherry, term, yeah. cherry
0: on top, whatever. <laughs> so, so you started from this one guy essentially. This one guy yeah. sort of fueled your imagination.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I started selling tangible things, and then from there, I figured out how to open up um, like my own phone lines where I would get paid per minute, like like a phone sex operator. But mm-hmm. I wasn't like talking sexy to guys. I kept getting fetish guys that were really submissive and just wanted me to berate them and talk shit to them and. So did you
0: seek these guys out or did they
1: Um it just kind of was the path that I ended up taking because I I just I started out doing this fetishy thing and so Um, so that's just kind of, was it it because of like
0: your attitude towards people that wanted to buy your shit and your panties? Like you fucking losers. Here it is. Was (laughs) it, was it that or like,
1: no, I think I, I, I I think naturally guys that want to buy that sort of thing or like want that kind of treatment. So I would get guys wanting me to treat them that way. Just like, you know, I'm such a lowly loser and I want to be your pathetic little toilet mistress and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. And then it, it was like, when I knew I could go about the sex industry in this way, I was like, oh, I want to do it. I want to do that. Because, I mean, I tell people what I do for a living, I'm pretty open and honest about it. And for the most part, people think it's really cool. <laughs> like, so, And I, think, I, I don't think I would get the same response if I were a stripper or something like that, which I don't think there's anything wrong with being a stripper, but a lot of people do and there's a lot of stigma associated with it. So it's like, I kind of found this weird loophole in the sex industry where...
0: Right, because it's so odd and because you seem to be in control. control, Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. That kinda makes sense. Yeah. But it's this is a gig where do you have an exit strategy? It's like do you do you look at the future and go i'll fucking shit in buckets forever <laughs> i'm good i shit every day i sell my shit as long as i keep friends with these assholes we got 12 grand a year easy
1: yeah well i from mean one guy i'll do it i always said i'll do it as as long as it makes sense to do it which is mm. kind of you know open-ended right um, but I, I try and be smart with my money you know I, I i own a couple houses back in portland and you know i, I paid for my education. and that sort of thing. So I just I try and save as much as possible because I don't think I'm going to be making as much money as I do now the rest of my life.
0: Yeah. Well, there's probably going to be a drop-off when you hit like 60. 60-year-old shit's not worth yeah, what 28-year-old that, old shit is.
1: That gilf shit.
0: <laughs> gilf. <laughs> <laughs> there's something about gilf is just... MILF is still like hot, but gilf is like... Oh, maybe you should leave her alone. So do you, do you have like a, a thought process as far as like... You're like, okay, what is my? Is that all you do? Do you have like yeah. another gig?
1: No, that's it. <laughs> this has been my only job for over how ten long? years now. Oh my god!
0: Yeah. Whoa! It would be so hard for you to work like a regular job. I
1: know. Especially <laughs> really to would make.
0: Be. Think about like how much you can make by shitting into a Tupperware container. Yeah. And now think about like how long you would have to work in an office to make four grand. Yeah, like you'd two have to a month yeah. at least, yeah. right? Like a, a good office job is 50 grand a year, right? right. That's a good that's, office yeah, job. Yeah, that's a good living. Yeah. That's a, that's a thousand bucks a week, but you got to pay taxes. Right. Yeah. So the taxes chop it away. So to actually get four grand.
1: Yeah. I oh think, my God. I think about that a lot because I'm, I'm very spoiled and I realize that. But
0: That's a stripper know. issue too, right? It's yeah. always a stripper issue. Or,
1: or like athlete issue. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, like anything where like, yeah, yeah, you're making a lot of money in a short amount of time.
0: Yeah. Especially like athletes or strippers. You know, where like when it's over, it's fucking over. Yeah. Like there's no, you know, it's like these uh, Allen Iverson characters that make hundreds of millions of dollars and just eat through all of it yeah. and just never plan on it ending or having some sort of a right. strategy to continue it. Yeah. So you're just going to just ride that bitch right into the rocks.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much the plan. Keep the
0: throttle pegged.
1: I mean, it hasn't, <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't like gone down like i continue to make more money every well you're year. still young and pretty yeah exactly yeah. um but how old are you now i'm 29
0: yeah so there's yeah. you got, got a solid 10 years before it starts getting really weird
1: yeah
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> we'll when you're like 40 and you're still shitting into buckets people are gonna be like hey you know maybe you should not do that or oh who knows why not why not just why fucking not? keep do- if you're doing it now if, yeah. you, if you enjoy doing it now
1: yeah, it's great. The, it's it's. Um, then
0: why stop? Why yeah. am I talking about? Why don't I just shut the fuck up? Yeah, shut up. I'm just thinking about your demise. <laughs> like, why should I concentrate on such terrible aspects of your job? <laughs> it's hard not to. it's, it's just it's so all strange. Terrible. <laughs> well, it's strange, but it's also like uh, this is not normally like an interview that I would pursue. But Chris kept insisting uh, that you were like really intelligent and interesting, and you're like oh, nice. he's like she's got a very unique take on it. Like, mm. she's, it's not just that. She's doing this, but she's just like a normal person that, well, this is better than working as a waitress. Yeah. This is better.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. I mean, I work for myself, and so, you know, I make my own hours and travel a lot. I'm actually traveling. I'm taking off to Southeast Asia after uh, a few days in L.A. What do you
0: do in Asia? Shit on people? (laughs) Do you have a guy there waiting?
1: (laughs) No. Um, I'm just backpacking, just traveling. Oh, just okay. my life. So yeah. you're
0: just doing that for non-work?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now,
0: while you're there, do you work? Do you have, like, if you have an internet connection?
1: Um, what I do is, because, um, my bread and butter right now are my videos, um, I just shot a ton, like, um, kind of... October and September and all that. I just shot a bunch. So I, I'm all set up through February with my videos and they just automatically. Oh, so you both. banked them. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. Yeah. And so how often do you release videos?
1: Um, Like I, five days a week.
0: And when you do them, do you do them specifically for individuals or do you do them for the public? Like what do you um, do?
1: Kind of both. Uh, a lot of them are custom videos. So guys will, um, you know, send me their fantasy and um, you know, I'll, I'll charge them and, uh, make the video. And then I also release that to the public as well.
0: So like a, what's a typical fantasy that a guy will, will call you up? Hey, my name is Doug. I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> Could you do me a favor, make a video about how you want to piss in my mouth. Like, oh, how does geez. that work?
1: Um, God, there's so many. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll touch on a more recent one. Um, I had this guy, he's, he's bought for me pretty regularly and, and all of his, um, fantasies involve uh being in the dungeon and male chastity have you seen male chastity devices no um i'm not sure if i want to (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's basically like a a cock cage and um
0: don't like those words together yeah cage
1: so you, you put your dick in this little cage and you put like a little padlock on it to lock him up and then like you know the the woman the dominatrix or whatever will wear the key and it's all about just kind of teasing this guy who can't touch himself or get hard really yeah there we go
0: okay so what we're looking at for people who are listening to this if you would describe it you would describe it as there's a couple (laughs) different kinds yeah some metal ones some plastic ones
1: some of them spikes inside
0: do they to hurt the dick yeah they
1: start swelling up
0: so if they get aroused it's painful for them yeah do they take it off and they're bleeding and stuff
1: um well I mean it depends if if the woman has the key to it she decides when to unlock it basically
0: so you do do you do only videos or do you do like one- on ones with these guys uh,
1: no I don't meet anyone in person it's all online and all my videos I should specify are like point of view so I'm talking to the camera so the guy feels like I'm I'm talking like to him mm. so like this video I'm describing this guy you know he has this fetish for chastity so i have i have one of these little devices and i'll unlock it and i'll show it to the camera and i'll i'll kind of move my hand in pretending i'm putting it on him you know and and then i lock him up and then i like tease him
0: jamie we scroll up to the upper right hand corner upper right above that right above that right above that what the fuck is that
1: oh that looks like it goes in your ass
0: yes this is a giant christmas tree looking thing that goes in your ass <laughs> and it's connected to one Merry of those christmas. cock holsters Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, it looks like it must strap you in there. hmm You can't get it off.
0: Yeah, you've got this pole in your ass, and then your dick is locked up in a cage. Wonderful. What a great idea. This is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, so this this one specific... Oh, that's so cool. I like that.
0: You like that?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's different.
0: Is that, that looks like it's for a girl. Yeah, it looks like yeah. female, chastity. And uh, so this is like there's a whole fetish that goes along with this right yeah like the woman being in control and...
1: right and kind of decides like when the man can be released and... so how
0: do you do that in a video though if the guy's nowhere near you
1: um so like i said i'll be looking at the camera and i'm talking to the camera so i'm you know talking directly to the slave and um i'll take the little chastity device and i'll, I'll kind of like go into the camera pretending i'm putting it on him and then from there it's mostly just kind of like a tease show where you know like rub my boobs together and like talk all seductively and so the viewers watching it as though I'm like seducing them um the video I'm thinking of in particular is pretty morbid so his fantasy is in this dungeon and I lock him up and I have this nurse outfit and I'm his nurse and I talk about how I'm going to train him um to be uh to 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 serve me orally but what I do to so he can do this um god what was it I had to at first uh, remove all his teeth because I didn't want any teeth on my pussy.
0: So you and, like, banged his teeth out?
1: Yeah. Or I'm just ta- I'm it. talking I'm right. talking about it, you right. know. Um, so he wanted me to talk about you know taking all his teeth out. This is
0: a, he wanted this. This is like his his. It's what he suggestion. jerks off to? I
1: don't know if he probably not in real life Whew. no. And he wanted a couple clamps in his ears to be steered, you know. Mm. And then he wanted um, wanted me to tell him that his vocal cords would be removed because I didn't want to hear him complaining. And,
0: Whoa. Yeah. And, uh, this guy fucking hates himself.
1: Well, it's funny because he he was like, "Could you do it in a very like sweet sort of way?" Like he didn't want me to be like real mean mistress. Like he wanted me to be like ju- the kind of juxtaposition of like, "Oh, I'm really sweet, but I'm doing all these terrible things to you."
0: Whoa. Yeah. Now, what do you find that there's a, a stereotypical occupation or a type of guy who wants this sort of treatment?
1: I, I think I see where you might be going with this. I I get. All sorts of guys. I think there's this, like, um, kind of cliche that they're all these high-powered CEOs right. that want to be dominated. I don't think that's the case. No. I I talk to all walks of life. Like, young, old, rich, poor, like,
0: all and sorts of guys. So it's just a fan. It's like a foot thing. Yeah. Like, just there's yeah. this thing, like a, a humiliation thing that some guys just have that gene. Yeah. Or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's a gene, but...
0: It's definitely know. not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just... So, another yeah, thing. Have you ever tried to figure out where it comes from? Have you ever like been like because I would assume that like from the first time on this guy's like you know you should so much bottle your piss, you know he'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah like have you ever tried to figure out like what is wrong with these people or <laughs> right, you know whatever yeah. depending on your perspective?
1: Well, you know, there's not a lot of information about it, but, like, the best explanation I've heard, um, I know, like, Dan Savage talks about this, and and, um, the author, like, uh, Jesse Baring, he wrote the book Perv. he talks about it. It's, like, there's this kind of sensitive period uh, for guys, like, around the age of nine, where their mind is just kind of almost malleable in this way, And, and they'll usually have an experience that will, you know, set them off for the rest of their life that hardwires them to, like whatever they like mm. um i think for most guys that's like boobs and blowjobs but um you know some of the time something something weirder gets in there and, some
0: people it's just shitting in your hair yeah and yeah. it's
1: and it really seems to be just like really hardwired for guys like because i as you can imagine a lot of my clients don't want to like what they like it's weird um you know, a lot of them are submissive, and you know, guys aren't really allowed to be submissive, and so you know, a lot of them really struggle with it, um, and they try and like quit it, like they th- they see it as this addiction that they need to quit. Wow. Um, but um, but you can't. Like that's that's just how male sexuality works it seems like you can't just like something else so
0: do you th- you, so you think it's just something that happens along the way during the developmental period like a little hijacking so. of your of what we would consider normal sexuality to yeah. like it piques this interest or gets this fetish fired up inside of a guy's mind
1: yeah i mean i don't like to speculate about that sort of thing um i don't you know i don't like to play right with arm, st- armchair psychologist but like from like that seems to be like I think
0: you've earned the position.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe so. But I mean as far as like studies I've been on this like that seems to be just kind of the, the best explanation that we have right now about it.
0: Yeah, I've talked to Dan Savage about this and um Chris as well like we were talking yeah. about guys that might not even be gay. That get, they develop, yeah. like, a fetish for a guy giving them oral oh, sex. Or I something. talk to
1: those guys all the time. Really? Yeah, it's called forced by, is that what they call it? What is it called? Forced by.
0: Forced by.
1: Forced by. Forced oh. by sexuality. I thought
0: it was forced by. <laughs> I was like, forced by? Five yeah, five? no,
1: it's guys that want me to force them to, like, suck cock or, oh. like, get fucked in the ass. And they'll tell me time and time again, I would never do this. Unless a woman was forcing me to do it or a woman was present encouraging me to do it. It's it's, a, it's not about I want to suck a dick. It's about I want a woman to humiliate me in this way because that's the most humiliating thing I can think of.
0: See, I guess I could kind of understand like fetishes. I could un- understand like you, know, you just get really turned on when you see women's shoes or something wacky. Yeah. But there's something bizarre about wanting to be humiliated. Like that's... I'm shocked when mm-hmm. I find out how many people have this thing where they want to be humiliated.
1: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what, do they, what do they tell you? Like,
0: do you do you ever have like you have video conversations with these people or mm-hmm. audio conversations with these people on the phone?
1: Yeah, I talk to them. Yeah, I talk to like on Skype. Like I do cam shows one on one, and stuff so you like see that. them sometimes if they turn on their cam, I'll see them. Right, and you know, depends on if they want to be seen or not. Really, right. I don't really care. Um, but. I mean, I'm mostly talking to them when they're aroused. It usually, once they come, it's like goodbye. So I don't, I don't have a lot of like, you know, postcoital conversations with them or anything, right? Um, so and, um, I don't know. It's just, it just seems to me like it's a, a different form of dirty talk, really.
0: Right. Yeah. So it's not necessarily that they really do want you to force them to suck a guy's dick. They want to <laughs> talk about it and beat off.
1: Well. They don't have a choice with me because i don't do sessions or anything like right. that um but a lot of guys do like i'm friends with women who who work as dominatrixes and and yeah they, they'll want to set up a session where this woman like will force them to suck a dick or sell their ass on craigslist or something like that
0: and so they do it
1: yeah yeah totally
0: <laughs> that's next level shit right yeah you, some of
1: them do i mean some of them are a little too scared but no yeah there's certainly guys that do
0: but like the ultimate For those guys is to find a dominatrix that will get them a guy that's going to fuck them in the ass. Yeah. Or force them to suck his dick.
1: Mm -hmm. I had a guy one time. He was this French guy. And he was really into the whole forced buy thing. And he was also into um, being like blackmailed and exposed for what he was doing. And so he made a video for me. Um, He put my name on his forehead in big letters like C-E-A-R-A. And then on his ass. And then he just found like this black guy with just the biggest dick ever and, and just like made a video of him like blowing him with my name on his forehead and then getting fucked in the ass and then he wanted me to put together a whole video where I'm like humiliating him for this video and then I was going to expose him to the world and expose him to all his ex-girlfriends and he fucking loved it like I put it all together like he was just so happy and he keeps paying me money he keeps wanting to do more videos and like
0: Wow. Yeah, and he has this
1: goofy French accent, and he's super flamboyant. He'll probably watch this and be totally stoked I'm talking about him right now, actually. Wow. Um, So, yeah.
0: So is he gay? You say he's super flamboyant. He
1: is, yeah. Like, I would think he was gay, but he's apparently had girlfriends, and and part of his kink is that he wants me to expose uh, him to his ex-girlfriends for being the big fag that he is. Oh, my God. Because I need to to punish him for tricking all these women when he's really just a closeted fag and... (laughs) So, yeah, that's his thing. I mean, he's, he's, he's clearly not totally straight. <laughs> I'll give yeah. you that. But, I don't know, bisexual, I guess.
0: I guess, yeah. Because he's
1: not coming to a man for this. You know, he's coming to me. So, he's obviously attracted to women.
0: <sighs> Boy, you can go deep with this one. Yeah. I guess maybe he's attracted yeah. to women or... <laughs> Maybe he's dated women before, but always secretly wanted a man, but knows that it would be humiliating so that he gets his kink on like pretending that you're going to expose him.
1: Yeah. Maybe like you said, what Chris Ryan was saying, one's an orientation and one's a fetish. So it's like, he, yeah. he's a fetish for women, but he's really gay or maybe the other way around. I don't Didn't know.
0: you have a situation where a guy like gave you his bank account number and everything too and wanted you to pretend to steal money from him?
1: Oh, I get that thing all the time. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's normal?
0: That's a normal one?
1: Yeah, well, that's that kind of gets into financial domination. Where it,
0: Oh, that's a financial domination issue.
1: Yeah. So, you see,
0: I've learned all these terms. Yeah. Forced by, mm-hmm. financial domination.
1: So financial domination is basically where guys literally get off on giving a woman their money so like that's their kink they just like get off on giving money Uh, do they get
0: off on being blackmailed or being stolen from
1: um that can be part of it it can um but a lot of guys like i get a lot of guys just sending me money for no reason just like here you go like and and that's what they like to do they like pleasing me they like sacrificing for me and that's their thing um and some guys kind of get more into the control aspect where they want to give me their bank account number or their credit card number and watch me like shop
0: on the <laughs> credit card. So you put a GoPro on and go to the mall? Uh,
1: no, I usually do it online. I, I did a, a double cam session with this girl one time, and this guy put all his credit card information into this uh, Saks Fifth Avenue website, you know, and then gave us the password and was like, go ahead, shop. And um, in an hour, we spent $10,000 of his money just like buying just stupid shit that I ended up like reselling because I don't I don't give a shit about designer handbags or anything like that but he liked the idea of these like bitchy kind of Paris Hilton type girls that would just laugh at him and just use use them for his money wow yeah
0: how strange
1: yeah
0: it's interesting though that these guys at least have an outlet now like
1: yeah i don't know what they did before the internet (laughs) yeah do you think that
0: somehow the internet because of the 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 access to people that are willing to do this that it sort of fosters this or helps it flourish
1: yeah i don't know i've thought about that I've, i've wondered if these fetishes even really existed before or if you know yeah now these guys just have an outlet um i have no idea
0: do you Mind saying how much you make doing something like this? Or is it something you want to keep to yourself? I'd rather really keep that okay, to myself. Okay, I understand. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Especially when you're talking about $12,000 just in logs. <laughs> we start getting into toenails and boogers and all yeah. that. Who knows? I mean, yeah. the sky's the limit.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you ever had someone that you did this with that, like, insisted on meeting you?
1: Um. I don't know about insisted. I, I've certainly had guys like be really persistent, um, but I mean the answer is just no. I just. What if a guy
0: wanted to give you like a million dollars to shit on him?
1: Oh, I'd do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no one's offered me quite that much. Is yet. there? Any, but I'd is absolutely there a number? Guy for a million
0: dollars. But it's got to be a guy out there that like becomes obsessed with you, and he's really wealthy, and he's like, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's yeah. worth it. It's <laughs> worth it. It's, can I film it? I want several camera angles. I'll hire a professional crew.
1: <laughs> yeah, I haven't quite gotten that offer yet so
0: but so most most of the time people are content with the videos would you say
1: yeah yeah i mean I seem to do pretty well I mean,
0: like how many of them at the average asked to meet you in person
1: oh um pretty small percentage i mean mm. it's, it's hard to say like in terms of there's some guys i never <coughs> talk to they just buy my videos you right. know and then there's some guys who buy cam some guys who buy custom videos so you your know,
0: videos so. are for sale to the public like they're never yeah. they're never free
1: yeah I mean, unless someone pirates them, but yeah, they're. Oh, yeah. okay.
0: So you have them on your website or something like that, and then someone yeah. signs up with a credit card and. Right. So then I have, they have a, access.
1: Yeah, so I have like a, a normal like <clears throat> subscription website, you know, like any kind of porn website where you pay monthly and get um, so many videos streaming, I um, think like, like two or three hundred. Um, and then I have a few like pay per view sites where guys can like buy the videos individually.
0: And how much of your day is spent doing this stuff?
1: hmm that's a good question I, I get asked that a lot and i wish someone could just like watch me and see when i'm working and when i'm not because um you know when you work for yourself at home it's this blend of like working and then facebook and then doing the dishes and then you know working and so it's I, I, it's hard for me to say how much i how much time i really spend doing it but i mean I, I put i try and put a lot of effort into it because like we were saying before it's it not gonna last forever so i and it seems and quite lucrative yeah yeah <laughs> it <is. laughs>
0: it's uh it's very strange. Yeah. Now, does your family know about this? Yeah, yeah. You said that with eyes wide open, <laughs> eyebrows raised.
1: Um, yeah, no, they know. Um
0: What do they think about it?
1: My mom and I don't really talk about it. It's the last time we talked about it was the first time I told her. Um I think How'd
0: that conversation go?
1: Um, well <sighs> how'd it go? I remember just was at my house, and I knew, like, it was one of those situations, obviously, I wasn't working at Starbucks, you know, because I was making, you know, good money, had a fairly nice apartment, and, you know, I bought a car and that sort of thing. So, it was like, I knew she knew something was up, and so I just figured I might as well tell her, and... um I don't know what her response was, I think she just kinda nodded and was like, Okay. And then I just assured her I was like, you know, I'm I'm really happy and I'm safe and, you know, you don't need to worry. And uh and, and that was it. She's kind of a reserved private person, so I think um, you know, it just kinda makes her uncomfortable to talk about it. So, you know, we don't need to. Um, my dad thinks it's awesome. Like he thinks Whoa. it's so <laughs> cool. <laughs> Hit the brakes. <clears throat>
0: What? Yeah, my my dad thinks it's really cool. Your dad thinks it's cool? Yeah. Mm, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Why, what does he think is cool about it?
1: Um, well, I think he was just very surprised. I mean, it's the same situation. Like, he knew something was up. And unlike my mom, he would make comments, um alluding to the fact that he knew something was up but wasn't really like what than... kind of
0: comments because like
1: um well like i said like i you know how does
0: one breach this subject well i i, I, I know I... you're shitting in buckets kid <laughs> i know it
1: well i think he thought it was something like prostitution quote unquote, yeah i think he thought something maybe worse than it was like yeah maybe it was
0: and he was alluding to that
1: well no he like like I, I got um like i bought a car you know and and i was telling him i was working at starbucks and he just was like wow kiddo Starbucks is really paying you a lot you know like comments Uh like that where it's like "Mm, I'm not buying this but whatever and then um when I finally told him like he said like he kind of like stopped me at one point he was just like you know I don't know what's going on in your life but I, I just want you to know that I really love you and I just need to know that you're okay and you're safe and 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 that and so I was like all right, I should just tell him because he obviously, something else is going on in his head that's way worse than it is. Right. And so I was just like, you know, I basically humiliate guys on the internet for a living and I don't meet anyone and I don't touch anyone. And I don't even really get naked. And, and he was just like, what? <laughs> like, and he just Whoa. had like so many questions and he was just like, wow. He's like, that's, that's amazing. You're a genius. That's great. Like, <laughs> You're a genius. That's yeah. what he said. Yeah, I did.
0: Wow. Yeah. What a weird dad.
1: Yeah. Well, he's, 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 he's gay. So he's, you know, yeah, he's not here for whatever information I'll give you. Um, you know, he doesn't have the most traditional lifestyle himself. So, you know, he's, he's open-minded. He's cool.
0: I guess you have to be if you're a gay dad. Yeah. (laughs) How did, when did he come out?
1: Um, to me, I was 12 years old. Whoa. Yeah. yeah.
0: What about to your mom? Um, you were 20.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, my parents had been divorced for like, uh, I don't know, like five years by, at that point. Um, but we grew up very religious. We grew up Jehovah Witness, actually. Um, so they marry young and have kids pretty young. And
0: that was going to be my next question yeah. about how many of these guys uh, that you, you deal with uh-huh. are religious.
1: Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. You know. I don't necessarily take polls, but there are some guys that like to be um, humiliated for their religion. Um one religion in, in particular that I'd rather not mention publicly. Um but
0: You'd rather not mention it?
1: Um well there's too obvious? Yeah. A little a little fanatical. Um Oh,
0: Islam. Yeah. Whoa. And uh Too bad I made you mention it. <laughs> so there's a a guy mm-hmm. who is a Muslim mm-hmm. who uh buys your videos and yeah. wants to be humiliated for his religion.
1: Yeah, no, and, and there's guys that will I don't do this this because i I'm not touching with a ten foot pole, <clears> but there are guys that will um pay girls to like piss on the Quran and rip oh, it up and that Jesus sort of oh Jesus Christ and, yeah so it's it's
0: and make videos doing that yeah whoa
1: and there's good money in it because it's like so taboo like <laughs> anything that's so taboo someone's jerking off to it you but know?
0: how hilarious is what you just said there's good money in it <laughs> it's like you're saying that like it's a good river to catch fish in you know <laughs> like they got some nice trout in that river yeah <laughs>
1: You might That's die eating it, but, you know, <laughs> it's
0: good. That is what it sounds like. There's yeah. good money in there. There's good fishing in that river. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Fuck.
1: Yeah. I had one Christian guy that wanted me to, to make a video of me, like, telling him to denounce Jesus and worship me and jerk off on the Bible. And I did that video because whatever, Christians are going to come after me for that. And, uh, Most likely. I, yeah.
0: Most likely not. Yeah.
1: So that was pretty fun.
0: Jesus Christ how strange Mm. what a weird place to find yourself in like trapped in this or not trapped but just in this world yeah strange world of people's strange fetishes and ideas and and kinks does it make you like look i mean you must look at people so so much different than most other young girls that like go walk down the street in portland you see (laughs) people you don't i mean you've seen the man behind the curtain on so many of these freaks
1: yeah well nothing really surprises me you know, and and I find that a lot of guys, I guess, because I do what I do, like a lot of guys will tell me what they're into, just like, just very openly about it, um, just because they know I'm maybe not jaded is the right word, but I'm just so accustomed to hearing like the weirdest shit, nothing really surprises me, um, but I think a lot of people get paranoid that I, I assume uh, they're into something weird. Like a lot of guys, like everyone's always intrigued by what I do. And I tell them, they're just like, wow. And, and if it's a guy, they're always like, uh, you know, they start asking questions, but then they backpedal and they'll just be like, I'm not into this sort of thing. I just think it's interesting. And it's like, well, I didn't think you were until you said that. Is it <laughs>
0: weird with dating?
1: Um, and dating hasn't been a problem. I've had, I'd say, three serious relationships. Um, See,
0: that is right there. The difference between men and women. Yeah. Right there in a what? nutshell. That you say, oh, it hasn't really been a problem. You know why? Because you're a pretty young girl. Mm -hmm. So pretty young girls, guys are like, oh, okay, whatever. (laughs) What do you do? You shit in a bucket? Whatever. (laughs) Are we going to fuck? We are. (laughs) Yeah, I can deal with that. But if, you know, but if a girl met a guy and the girl's like, "Uh, what do you do for a living? He's like, well... I take shits and buckets, <laughs> send them to dudes. <laughs> girls would be like, "I'm out. That's it. <laughs> Fucking, I'm not handling. it. I don't care how cute you are, you fuck." That's
1: a good point. I didn't totally about true. That way before. Yeah. What do you
0: do? I send my toenail clippings <laughs> and shit to guys. I fart in underwear all day, and then I send them to dudes. Mm. Girls would be out. They would never take your text.
1: Yeah, that's. I think you're probably right.
0: Dude, guys would assume, "Oh, she's a freak. Yeah. Oh my god, she's not going to say no to anything. This girl's off the chain. No. Yeah. She's out there peeing on dudes or peeing <laughs> for dudes.
1: Yeah."
0: That's the difference between men and women. Men will tolerate so much more bizarre shit. Yeah, but for not a lot of guys
1: want to date like a stripper necessarily. Like they get jealous.
0: And that's a little different. That's yeah. different because it's what you know. Or a porn stars certainly. That's, that's gotta be really hard. That's a that's a hard one. Yeah, yeah, that's a real hard one. I've had friends who've dated porn stars, and then it gets to a point where it gets kind of serious. Yeah. And you know these girls come home from a ga- like. <laughs> I had a. friend... <laughs> I had a friend who was a writer. He was a writer on news radio. And Uh he was dating this girl who was a very prominent porn star at the time. And they were at dinner. And she, you know, they were, you know, trying to have like small talk like normal people do at the end of the day at dinner. And uh, he was like, "Uh, so what's going on? You know, How you been? And she's like, I just had this hard anal day with this guy. I kept (laughs) pounding my ass. I'm so tired. Yeah. And he was like sitting there like with his jaw dropped like, oh, Christ. Yeah. Just he couldn't do it anymore. No, another guy. <coughs> I got another, guy, another guy who was living with a porn star, like uh-huh. dating, living, cool with it, fine, no big deal. Just her job, man. Just mm-hmm. her job, dude. And then one day, uh, she left a contract out, and you know, they're going over the contract, mm-hmm. and uh, he looked at the contract, and he's like, what does airtight mean?"
1: <laughs> I know what airtight means. Airtight <laughs> means
0: a dick in every hole. One in the mouth, one the butt, one the veg, Play and he was like submarine. and he was like, "That's it, I'm out that was it the 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 phrase airtight on a contract, he just realized what he was getting into, like it wasn't <laughs> that his girlfriend was going off and having sex with another man. she was getting three men stuffed, yeah, she was getting brutalized,
1: hmm, that's interesting, like i mean, if you're okay with your your lady, you know having sex with other men like what what how, how do additional dicks really? Make a difference. I don't know <laughs> to
0: him. It was just a straw that broke the camel's back mm, I don't yes, know. Yeah. I mean, I think he's probably close to not being able to take it anyway so, You know, sometimes people get into things like it's not I it's not what they want Right, but the girl is so much prettier than most girls they get and so much hotter Yeah, like I have a friend. Here's another one a different dude mm-hmm. who has been living with a porn star for a long time Yeah, and that she retired recently. She just does like videos and stuff. Uh-huh, but the whole time where they were together, she was just getting gorilla fucked. Yeah, like four or five days a week, and he's like this really nerdy, sort of like low key, uh, quiet guy, and she's pretty hot. Yeah, and it's like the only way he's ever going to get that kind of a girl. Mm. And I guess in him, she finds stability sure. and a nice a mate and mm-hmm. someone who's kind and you know. And then she goes off and gets yeah. gorilla fucked.
1: Mm. Well, it works if there, for yeah, yeah, right. Yeah.
0: That's really what it's all about. Like, if it we're, who at the end of the day, the real problem is our attitudes about sex. Like, yeah. that's at the end of the day, that's where that's the only place it becomes a problem. Because mm-hmm. if you're you're off getting mass massaged, nobody cares. If you go someplace and three people massage you, nobody yeah. gives a shit. Right. But if three people fuck you, yeah. then we're like, hey, yeah. you're breaking the rules. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah. Especially like in the porn industry, I mean, they're getting tested every week, so you know it's it's kind of hard to make the excuse that you know it's more dangerous for your health because I think I think their population is actually like um, there's less instances of STDs than the general population or promiscuous people in the general population. That makes like, sense. Yeah,
0: kind of makes sense because have you, to. like
1: how many people do you know get tested every week? You know,
0: Jamie. Jamie's three times a week.
1: Oh, good for you. <coughs> he doesn't even <laughs>
0: fuck. He's just paranoid. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, But but I would always think that, well, if she gets tested on Friday and then we bang on the next following Thursday, who knows how many dicks have been around since then? Infected Charlie Sheen dicks. (laughs) You know, that's what could happen. Poor Charlie, huh? Who saw that coming? Yeah, no kidding. Crazy Charlie. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) Poor
1: Charlie. (laughs) Poor guy. Such a victim. (laughs) Yeah, he is
0: a victim. He's a victim of circumstance. (laughs) The crack and the dick were in the same room at the same time, and he didn't know which one to smoke. Whew. I feel like I'm Tony Hinchcliffe now with the puns. Do you uh, That's a crazy story, right? Apparently, he was like blowing guys. But I guess you do enough drugs. You know, I guess you get cracked out enough and you're like, who gives a shit? Give me mm. that dick. I'll suck it. Yeah. You know, you're just off the fucking rails, right?
1: Yeah. Or you're just bisexual.
0: Could he's be. Just, just into dudes. Well, there was a story a long time ago about, was it Corey Haim? Is that what it was? Corey Haim? Oh, yeah. Co- Corey Feldman apparently said that Corey Haim got fucked by Charlie Sheen. He sort of like Probably. alluded to it <laughs> like when they were, when Corey Haim was really young, but you know, mm. Corey Feldman's kind of crazy. Mm. So who knows? Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly crazy. Everybody's crazy. <laughs> but you know, I wasn't surprised. Right? Were you surprised?
1: That Charlie Sheen got AIDS?
0: Well, he's got HIV. HIV. First of all, be politically correct on this show. <laughs> <Excuse> Please. <me. laughs> this is super important. He's got HIV.
1: Yeah. Um. <clears throat> no, that doesn't surprise me at all. No, He's, he's all. a total train wreck. He's a freak. Yeah.
0: Right? I don't
1: but, get why people like celebrate him so much like he just seems like an awful person like
0: well at one point in time what he did was the unthinkable because he was a superstar Mm -hmm. right Two and a half Men, giant sitcom, one of the biggest sitcoms in the country. He had been in Platoon and Wall Street. He was Michael Douglas's son. I mean, he just, yeah. Jesus or Martin Sheen's son, Michael Douglas's son. But, like, <laughs> Why do they have a different name? But, I'm like, like, I forgot what I'm talking about.
1: When he had that like tiger blood, <clears throat> blood meltdown, everyone just thought it was so funny. Yeah, but, and it's like this guy's fucked up. Like but, he has kids, and like
0: yeah, uh. but that's because he was doing the unthinkable. He was owning it, mm. and in in this. Country, what we hate is when someone gets busted doing something
1: and tries to, hide and it, they or... go to rehab. Yeah,
0: you know, <laughs> God forbid, you know, like you get quitter. <laughs>
1: No matter what you do, I mean,
0: you could get busted doing anything. You know, like Mel Gibson went to rehab because he was yelling at a Jew when he got pulled over. He was yelling at a cop, calling yeah. him a Jew, and he's like, "I got to go to rehab for for <laughs> hating Jews." Like he went to rehab. Did he go to rehab for that? He did, right? Yeah. Jew hating rehab. Yeah, I think they have a Jew hating rehab. But cop, I don't think the cop was even Jewish. He was just drunk and crazy. But it was like that. That's what led him. It's mm-hmm. like you gotta you gotta make amends. You gotta find something to gotta pull it together Mm. gotta go to rehab to pull it together that's the move in this country we demand that you go to rehab
1: yeah
0: you can't even do you can't even rehab at home nope not good enough yeah gotta go there
1: or like if you you cheat on your wife and it's like oh i'm a sex addict gotta go to rehab yeah (laughs) 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 gotta go somewhere powerful and have all this money and women want to fuck me and
0: nope nope rehab addiction (laughs) got a problem got a sickness got an illness gotta go to rehab yeah that's what we it's like that amy Winehouse song it would make people go to rehab. Yeah. The, what, rehab is a fu- When did they invent rehab? I really want to know. Mm. And...
1: It wasn't... It was Betty Ford? was it? I don't know. She Didn't she use the Betty Ford Clinic? Was that the first one? It's
0: know. a good question. I think you might have nailed it. Mm. That might be it. Because that was what it used to be. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, it was always, oh, he went to Betty Ford.
1: Yeah. And it was
0: like what you would say when someone had fucked up and just completely blown it. Right. Yeah. Do you ever get dudes that are um, former sex addicts, like they've gone to sex rehab and they've had counselors tell them that they need to stop? And
1: um, I don't know. about. I'm sure I have. Um, I've never talked about it, talked to any guys about it specifically. But I, there's a definitely a certain percentage of guys that think they are like addicted to me. And it can be kind of confusing because I think sometimes that's part of the fantasy is that they're mm-hmm. addicted to me. But there are some guys that like legitimately like have a problem with um, their spending and their jerk off habits and just how much this fetish world kind of consumes them, um, and they oh. make make poor decisions and like especially if you you get into the whole like blackmail exposure fetish like oh yeah I had a guy one time um, <clears throat> really felt bad for him actually uh, nice guy we'd cam and like. He would dress up, you know, in women's clothing, like, and not like classic clothing, just like outrageous, kind of bimbo y, like, uh, tutus and just crazy, slutty makeup. And then he would get a bunch of used condoms and put them in his mouth. Oh, Jesus. And then uh, take pictures. And he would, um, he would want me to, like, you know, pretend to blackmail him and, like, threaten to send him. And he would give me, he would give me, like, real people's like email address like like ex-girlfriends <laughs> and stuff like that or any or he he was also one of the guys that would want me to make a video and release it and um so he did he paid me a lot of money to make a video and and release it and then um i remember like a week or so later i got an email from um a dominatrix that he saw in person and it was like a really serious email and she was just like Hey, you know, I I know you made this video for um for this guy and I just, you know, I just want you to know that he really struggles with this fetish and he's he's kind of suicidal and he's really freaking out about, you know, that that you put this up even though he asked you to do it and I just wanted to kind of reach out to you and ask if you would consider taking it down. Um and so I did and and yeah, I mean, I mean, can you imagine? I don't know what you're into, Joe, but like imagine like whatever you're into sexually instead of like that feeling you get where that almost not quite uncontrollable, but just kind of where you lose it a little bit sexually. Cause you're just so like intoxicated. Like that feeling for, you know, being exposed in this way where there's condoms in your mouth and you're like dressed as a woman and stuff like that. And then you come and you're like, Oh fuck, what did I do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of guys like really struggle with it where they, they their desire comes from this place of just something they actually really do not want really like scares them and freaks them out. Like, it's just so,
0: that's so strange to have the the the, the two contrasting <laughs> yeah. sides sort of right next to each other yeah pre and post orgasm
1: right well i, I feel like we all maybe kind of share that a little bit um, girls too well i mean well i mean just the idea <clears throat> that i mean sex just normal sex is kind of weird and kind of gross if you're not turned on you know like or like even if you're like watching normal porn like it, it looks really awesome and feels great when you're aroused, and then you come, and it's like, ew. You know? <laughs> like, who was I a second ago? You know. So, I, I, and that's just maybe like to very lower degree, but. Yeah, you get into these weird fetishes and that, that difference is much more defined.
0: Well, there's definitely a difference when you're there. You know, there's definitely a difference, like, if having actual sex with someone mm-hmm. and being aroused and then what it must appear if you weren't horny at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially what, if you look I mean. gross naked. Right. You know? Like, <laughs> people who look gross naked, they don't give a fuck. They just, ugh. Uh, and then when it's over, they're like, ugh. Yeah. You know, you look at it all and you're like, what the fuck am I, What am I doing? What is this? What is this weird urge? That your body's natural reward system sort of been hijacked. Yeah. Just to get you to come in someone's mouth. And then yeah. you're like, what <laughs> is this? Yeah. Like, what is going on here? And
1: especially if you're a guy, it's like, it seems like you're, you're almost like cognitively impaired and your priorities are just almost. Yeah. You're just 100%. <laughs> That's trying to be nice. Um,
0: the way yeah. I've described it is like when a guy has an erection, it's like sitting in the back seat of a really long bus where mm-hmm. some other dude's driving. But it's hard to Mm. talk to him because all the windows are rolled down and the engine's really loud (laughs) and you're yelling, do you know where the fuck you're going? And you're watching your life take place through a dirty (laughs) windshield. Like, where are we going?
1: That's a great What is this? That's so true.
0: And then once you have an orgasm, all of a sudden when the clouds of confusion part you wake up and you're at the front of the bus holding onto the wheel. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? That's literally what it feels like yeah. to a guy. No, that's, but that's, that's how that's how there's seven billion people on the planet. Mm. Like that, that switch that goes off where right. massive impairment of function, of, of thought yeah. all just gets shot down, all those fuses start blowing off, circuits start shutting off. Uh-huh. That's how people made sure there's 7 billion people on the planet.
1: Yeah, it's true. Especially it's back
0: when people had never figured out soap or wiping or anything. <laughs> I mean, who knows what people smelled like 200,000 years ago, but there yeah. were people 200,000 years ago and they were having sex with each other.
1: Now you got those pheromones going though.
0: Oh. <laughs> I mean, barely probably puts you over the top, It yeah. B- well, barely I mean- allows you to-
1: I mean, I, the guys that we want to buy my underwear. I, I I'll wear them for a day, but they want me to wear them for a week. You know. Like,
0: do you lie and say? Don't don't say.
1: No, I don't lie. Of course
0: I, you don't. No. <clears throat> do they ask you to do things in the underwear, like uh-huh. farting them or?
1: Yeah, I get that or shitting them. Or oh
0: Jesus. Pissing
1: them or masturbating them. Oh God. Yeah, any, any, anything that can secrete off my body, someone wants to. Someone wants to eat up. Ooh,
0: oh God. <laughs> Is there ever anything that people have asked you to do and you said no?
1: Um, Other than meet them. Yeah, sure. Um, well, because I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm always uh, in control. I'm like the female dom. I won't do anything that depicts me as submissive. Um, I don't get naked. I get pretty close. I get pretty scantily clad. Um, but I don't get completely naked. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's about it. If it's, I mean, if it's a video that I can just do, just me and the camera... And I'm in control. I'll, I'll probably
0: do it. Have guys ever tried to get you to not be in control? Have ever guys ever tried to switch it around on you?
1: Yeah, pretty rarely though. I think I think most guys kind of get you know they they know what I'm about, so they know it's kind of a lost cause to to try otherwise. But yeah, once in a while.
0: They know what you're about. That's hilarious because you got a reputation in the humiliation world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, it's so fucking strange. Yeah, is that a strange existence? It really is. Yeah fucking weird but it seems like it's a a flourishing existence that's what's strange about it is there's obviously a certain percentage of the population that wants this service
1: yeah yeah and it it seems like because I I know I have some friends in the porn industry and it it seems like mainstream porn is you know losing a lot of money with piracy and and whatnot I mean I'm I'm sure they're still doing pretty well but um, oh
0: they've lost most of it it's been the bottoms dropped out of it the way where they make money now ironically
1: uh-huh.
0: it is really well hotels? not yeah, yeah. that's where they make money yeah for it's that. kind of funny i don't think that's ironic really it's like a Lannis morris said ironic <laughs> but it's odd yeah that that's where the money's yeah, coming wouldn't
1: in guess that necessarily it's
0: pay-per-view to pay-per-view in hotels yeah but who the fuck doesn't have a laptop like who's doing that Yeah, that's weird. so Like, I've seen people even say, like, hey, don't go to these free sites. You know, you should support your local, your performers and, you know, buy porn. But most people are like, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, most people don't care.
1: Yeah. That's a business. But I I see a lot of, like, former mainstream porn girls, like, doing what I do now. So it kind of seems like it's kind of the new thing um and there's something well, to be said about the more personal interaction and the fact that there's no like middleman it's just it's me you know when you email me you get me and,
0: right and control yeah. too yeah also that you don't have to worry about it yeah you know that's that's that that's got to be a big aspect of it, because if you're doing films and then, you know, you, you don't get to, I guess, maybe decide if you, you have that kind of power, who you have sex with or what you do. But if you want to make more money, right. you got to do other stuff, you know? Yeah. It's got to be tricky.
1: Yeah, Totally yeah I, I, I don't do anything I don't want to do so that's pretty sweet
0: yeah I think in that sense the like the porn business is probably going to go sort of the way of the record business in that like the record business was controlled by these big groups and they're kind of they're worthless now because mm-hmm. no one's selling records anymore right and sort of the porn business was like this big thing where like all these guys who are the producers and the content creators like these companies these big companies they were making millions and millions of dollars and the girls made some money yeah but they didn't make the bulk of the money they were the ones that everybody was paying to see but most of the money was being made by the producers yeah. well that's fucking dried up and now the girls are kind of owning it themselves now doing stuff like what you're doing yeah and like a lot of the other one i see like uh different people uh on twitter they offer like videos and stuff like mm. private videos they'll do with people
1: yeah yeah and i think i mean if, if a guy's even the slightest bit fanboyish they they like that their money's going directly to the person and not you know yeah. Oh, definitely. Camera, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, there's a lot of that fanboyish shit, too. There's a yeah, lot of for like, sure. f- there's fan. Like, I don't think people who are outside of the business or aren't in somehow or another know somebody in the business. Mm-hmm. But there's guys that are like fucking sports fans. Mm -hmm. there's sports fans of porn stars. Like they, they want to get like autographs, and and they, they like they're fans. Like,
1: oh yeah. Well, the AVN every year they have the whole AEE convention, and it's all just the girls signing autographs.
0: And what kind of freaks show up at those things? (laughs) It's
1: fun. I go every year. You go every year, really? Yeah, because one of the uh, clips for sale, one of the sites that I sell my videos off of, they have a booth, and so. Um, I'll go over there and sign and uh, it, it's so mainstream most guys don't know who I am but every once in a while they will but yeah it's it's you know kind of w- like whatever you imagine a guy like that would go to that you're probably right like it's, it's exactly what you're picturing it's yeah,
0: yeah but that's also honestly they're the same dudes who go to comic book conventions yeah you know the same dudes are really into baseball mm-hmm. you know we could all be in that group yeah, that's true. A few wrong turns or right turns, depending <laughs> on your perspective. Yeah. Yeah, it's, we have a weird thing in this country, particularly, about sex. And anything else where you're really into it, mm-hmm. it's, it's okay. Like You yeah. can be addicted to playing golf, and everybody goes, oh, there's Jamie. He's yeah. on that golf course every day, this crazy fuck. But if you're at home beating off every day, you're a freak. Yeah. You're a loser. You know, yeah. you could have gigs and gigs of porn, and you just really love it, and you talk about the old days, and you know, you have <laughs> you have like uh, like you know like Mike Tyson used to watch like old Jack Dempsey films and learn technique, you know, like you, <laughs> you, 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 you can't be like that with porn because if you like that with porn, you're a fucking loser. Yeah, it's weird.
1: It's weird. I mean, as long as you're getting everything else done in life, it's not interfering in any
0: exactly. critical way. Because, yeah. yeah, and even if it is getting in the way. So is everything else people get addicted to. So is food. People that are n- nuts about food. People that love gambling. Yeah, that gets in the way. Everything gets in the way. But we look at those things as somehow or another being, uh, somehow or another being a better thing to be addicted to.
1: Mm. Yeah. Preferable. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. right. Yeah. Yeah, we're a little fucked up about sex for sure.
0: A lot fucked up uh. about sex. But whatever, right? I mean, that's how you pay the bills. Like, imagine a perfect world where everybody was open-minded. What would you have to do? You'd have to be working at Starbucks, just like you told you that. I
1: know. All these guys would like be honest with their wives about what they're into, and then they never come to me for it.
0: Yeah. So yeah. it's probably better that we live in this strange yeah. world, Jamie. World, yeah, the I think so. The echoes of the Puritans who founded <laughs> this strange country. Um, what? Did you go to college? Yeah. What did you go to college for?
1: I studied psychology.
0: And, oh, perfect.
1: Uh, yeah, minored in business.
0: Oh, perfect. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you were born for this. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So this is a perfect gig for you.
1: Yeah, I think so. Wow. going to fit right into it.
0: Awesome. I don't know how much longer we could talk about this, but uh, I think we kind of nailed it. I think, uh, I've think i had a feeling this was going to be one of those podcasts.
1: Yeah? How long yeah. has it been? An hour. An hour? An hour and oh, five
0: minutes. Okay. Yeah
1: can i uh, can i do a little selfish sure uh, self, please self, do <laughs> some self-promotion um so i haven't uh mentioned this at all publicly yet so i wanted to uh save it for this podcast because i know you got, got a pretty big audience um i have for the past couple years been working um on a documentary uh with a filmmaker julian shaw from australia and he's been doing a documentary on me filming me and um we just opened up a Facebook about it, and we'll be launching a Kickstarter to help fund the rest of the movie pretty soon. Um, so if people want to join and get updates, it's Facebook.com forward slash Ruin Me Movie. Like-
0: so it's essentially a documentary about what we're talking about here. Yeah,
1: about me, yeah. Folks about, about
0: humiliation, mm-hmm. about how these guys want you to do these things to them. And exactly. Threaten them.
1: Yeah, and we've, we've filmed a lot of it. Um, Mostly through like private investors, but we're gonna do some crowdsourcing here soon. So, yeah, the, it's gonna be called Ruin Me. So it's uh, yeah, facebook.com forward slash Ruin Me Movie for updates on that.
0: All right, beautiful. Well, yeah. Thank you, thank yeah. you, Ciara. Very thank nice you. meeting you. Yeah, you too. Young Jamie, take us out. <laughs> oh,